This is the Bible in Depth with PJ. Join us as we take a deeper look into scriptures and study the Word of God together. Now here is Pastor Jim. Okay, everybody, we're back. We're in Colossians, and uh, we're continuing our verse-by-verse Bible study. And today, we're going to talk about marriage, because Paul's going to talk about it. We're going to talk about how wives need love and husbands need respect. So it's going to be a lot of fun, because he's going to briefly talk about it here, but we're going to expand it more because we have other scriptures that Paul points to to help us out that complement these things. After this, he's going to get into parenting. He's going to get into how children should behave. He's going to talk about how to be the best employee around. So thank God we have things like this. And so it is a fact, and it is true that people have, um, have taken biblical teaching on marriage and Paul's teaching, and they've incorrectly stated some things. And all that's done is added fuel to the fire out there that says that, oh, the Bible is against women. The church is against women. That's just not true. It is just not true, my friends. Everywhere the Bible has been taught correctly in history, and I mean correctly, it's always elevated women. It's always brought women to freedom. It's always done that. So don't listen to culture. Listen to the truth. So we're going to try to clarify some things today. As we talk about marriage, wives need love, husbands need respect, so stay with me the whole way. Don't jump and say, forget, I'm not going to listen to what he say. Listen to the whole thing. It'll help you. It'll help you. Now, the first thing Paul says is this. Wives are to respect their husbands. Now, watch Colossians 3.18. Wives, be subject to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. Oh, now, <clears throat> before you throw rocks at the screen and ruin your TV at home, ladies, let me explain. The word subject, wives be subject to husband. It's a military term. It means to be under rank. The point is you respect the higher rank. Now, hold on before you get crazy on me. Now, before you think this is some misogynistic term where suppression of women, let me expand with other scriptures. Okay? Deal? Deal. Now, in Ephesians chapter 5, we're just going to go back a few pages. Now, watch this in verse 21 and 22. It's Paul again. It says, And be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Verse 22, wives be subject to your own husbands as to the Lord. Okay, now let's start putting some things together right here. <clears throat> okay, now, <clears throat> Paul leads off by saying that we are subject, verse 21, Ephesians 5, we are subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Too many people cut that verse off from the rest of it, and they shouldn't because it goes hand in hand with the next verse. This is the verse, be subject to one another. It precedes wives, be subject to your husbands. Oh, so now you take that truth in there with everything else, you realize something. At least you should. Marriage is a mutual submission. It recognizes 
that the wife and the husband, the husband and the wife, you're part of a team. And that neither wife nor husband, neither husband nor wife is more important than the team of you. You put it all together. Marriage is mutual submission. I'm part of a team. In that team, wives are to respect the rank of husband. <clears throat> and remember, it's mutual submission. So you are of the same rank, you're the same team. But husbands, let's get to husbands, ladies, and we're going to get to you, so don't worry. I'm, I'm not neglecting you. But husbands have a deep need for respect. You find that in Ephesians 5. Respect your husbands. Because in Ephesians 5, you go back and read on that. He goes through all this long list of how husbands are to love their wives and all these ways to love it. And then in one little statement, and wives respect your husband. That's all we get is one little verse. But it's a big verse that men need respect. In Colossians, which we read, Colossians 3.18, the word subject, why is it be subject? It's in the Greek middle voice. You know what that means? <clears throat> this means <clears throat> giving your husband respect is voluntary. Husbands, you can't force her to respect you. You can't force her down any decision. It's a voluntary thing. It's her choosing to do that. That's what health looks like. That's what a team looks like. There are many times in different facets of life that I will, like, take church here. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the top head position here at New Beginnings. But I will allow myself to submit to other departments and people that are like half my age and what they think because it's, it's better for the team. It's a choosing. It's a voluntary choosing. It doesn't make me less than doesn't make me lower than anybody. And that's the same thing in marriage. You, 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 you choose to respect. You choose to give that. It's your choosing in, the, in that Greek middle voice. It doesn't make you less than. It's just what's better for the team. So wives, your husband needs respect. And he needs respect like he needs air to breathe. Now, let's move on. The second thing is this. Because there's a, there's a flip side. Second thing is, our husbands are to love their wives. Mm. Now, in Colossians 3 and verse 19, watch this. Husbands, love your wives and do not be embittered against them. Uh, now we get to the other side of the coin. So husbands need respect, but husbands are to, give their, are to love their wives. You know what's interesting? He doesn't say, wives, you know, love your husbands and husbands respect your wives. Well, why not? <laughs> because the primary need of a husband is respect, but the primary need of a wife is love. It's the way God created us. I, I've been around a while now and I've watched too many marriages break up, Christian marriages, and it's always sad. And there's a lot of different reasons. But let me tell you something. Let me speak to wives and husbands. If you, just, if you keep putting your man down, you keep talking negatively to him, you keep disrespecting him in front of friends and family or even behind closed doors, 
You just took kryptonite and you rubbed it all over that guy. That's what you did. You want your husband to shut down and not talk to you? You want him to get angry and blow up and keep disrespecting that man. Just keep doing it and watch what happens. You will never plant healthy relationship seeds by disrespecting that man. You will just put division between you and you'll never get the one thing you want from him, love. Now on the other hand, husbands, your wife needs love. Now what do I mean? Well, I'm not talking about sex. Sex is a byproduct. It's a result of proper roles and this proper love and respect thing. See, let's go back in time because Jesus was very good when they didn't know how things worked. Jesus said, well, let's go back to the beginning. Let's go back to when God creates Eve from Adam's side. Isn't that a very telling statement? I think it's a great truth. The wife came from Adam's side. Well, close to his heart. Close, it's close. There's, there's the great, great truth we could draw from that, and that's this. The wife, your wife if you're married, will always seek the area that she came from. Close to him, by his side, in his heart. Took me a long time to figure this out. But my wife wants to know what's in my heart. Bigger. My wife wants to know that she's in my heart. Oh, yeah. It's exactly what she wants to know. Now, men, I get it. We're called to communicate on a deeper level to our wives than we do with the guys. That's what we're called to do. And for most of us guys, I would guess 90% of us, that's a real awkward process. I'm in that boat with you. We're just not as good at that as you ladies are. You ladies are great. You know my wife? She can get on the phone and she can talk with her friends on the phone for like an hour or two. I'm not kidding. She could just talk. If I'm on the phone, I just want to get off as fast as I can. I just want to end this thing, man. I want to shoot, the, shoot myself. I got to get off. But women, they love to communicate. They just love it. You know, somebody said this a long time ago. They said, you know, for a man, if we're not talking about the relationship, he thinks everything's fine. But for the woman, if we're not talking about the relationship, she thinks everything's wrong. <laughs> and you know, there's a lot of truth to that. There's a lot of truth to that. But listen, I know, and it took me a long time to understand that my wife wants to communicate on a deep, wants me to communicate on a deeper level. Foreign concept to most of us guys. We gotta learn it. We gotta get better at it incrementally. You know why? Do you know why? Do you know why? It gives your wife security. That's a big deal, huh? She knows her guy on a deeper level. You know, I read this in a book once. <laughs> I've never forgot it. Um, that many wives are like a person in a rowboat. And they're rowing around a little island looking for a place 
to port, to get in there, to land. The island is the husband. The wife is the person in the rowboat, and she's looking for any little opening to land and to communicate and start dialoguing with her husband. When I read that, I go, that's about right. <laughs> now, Paul, let's move on now. Paul in Colossians 3.19, he added this statement about husbands toward wives. He says, do not harbor bitterness towards your wife. Question, where does bitterness dwell? In our hearts. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Question, what does a wife want to know? What's in our heart? What's in her man's heart? Question, where does a wife want to be? In her man's heart. Oh, that makes a lot of sense now. So think about this. If I have bitterness in my heart toward my wife, I'll never open up my heart to her. And if I have bitterness in my heart, I just might say some of the ugliest things to her, some hurtful stuff, huh? Listen, guys. This puts your wife in a place she doesn't want to be, in a very unstable place, because now she begins to wonder, where do I stand with you? Because I remember those words, you pledge your life to me, till death do we part, you know, you know, I promise to this, this, and that, but now it's where do I stand with you? She starts wondering, is this relationship in trouble? What's going to happen to us? And let me add a sidebar, side note, that, that, that you need to understand and not utilize against anyone. And if your wife has the fear of abandonment from childhood because dad left, parents broke up, whatever happened, somebody died, this or that, if she has a fear of abandonment, then you, guess what? When you shut your heart out towards her, you are killing her. You are wounding her deeply because you're pressing an insecurity button inside of her. And that's a sin. And some people use that to control their spouse. They throw an arm out of here. Oh no, don't leave. Because they know, they know the abandonment issue. They don't know what to call it, but they know it's there. You should be a healer of your wife, giving her greater security that no one's going anywhere. You heal up the pain of her past. Don't use that against her, which is a sin. Now let me flip the coin. What might be, um, I'm going to flip the coin now. What might be a reason a husband is bitter against his wife? Survey says, if she consistently disrespects him. <laughs> you could be making him bitter and closed off. Have you ever thought that's a possibility? Have you ever thought that you're sabotaging the very thing that you want by making him bitter, closing off because you're disrespecting him? 
And just have you just ever thought that? Let, let me let me finish with this truth. Wives are to respect their husbands. Husbands are to love their wives. It didn't say, well, I'll love her when she starts respecting me, or I'll, res I'll start respecting him when he starts loving me. No, this is not a, I'll do it when they start doing it. Did Jesus wait for us on earth? When they start repenting down on that planet, then I'll come and die for them. Is that what he did? No. He laid down his life first. He sacrificed himself first with no guarantees that you and I would respond. But he went first. That's Christianity. It goes first. You don't wait for your spouse to go first. You do these things. You, you love her. You respect him even if they're not reciprocating. You just, you just do it. And if you start to do that, you honor God. You glorify God. You bring glory to the name of Jesus. And Paul said earlier in the chapter, in everything you do in word and deed, do all for the glory of God. You start doing those things, you watch your marriage, man. It'll get better and better and better. And your marriage will be now another great testimony to what God can do. And your marriage now will bring glory to God. Now let me finish with this last thought. Maybe you're divorced. And maybe some of this rang true for you. So you have this great opportunity when you meet someone and you date and maybe you get engaged and one day you're married. You got to look at the things we talked about today and not repeat these cycles. These are fallen cycles. You, you want to walk as a new creation in Christ in the relationship. And when you do, watch what God does. Watch what God does. Well, I hope this helped you today. Maybe it'll help somebody you know. You could share it with them. Hey, God bless you. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions or need prayer, please send us an email to hello at nbcc.com. We'd love it if you would subscribe to this podcast and take a second to rate it. Until then, we'll see you next time.